Hey everybody, we're back with the Killy Podcast. Got another episode coming for you today. Hope you enjoy it. You know, uh, if you haven't seen the photo that we are kind of trying to solve the mystery of, then go to Facebook or Instagram and check it out. Ryan, the man behind the screen for Camp Deer Run, has it posted there, and you can see it. Um, Man, like I said in the first episode earlier this week, I'm just captivated by the history of this photo, by the number of people that I recognize in it, and also just the fact that so many of these people have chosen to stand by Camp Deer Run for 20 to 30 years as a supporter, as a monthly giver, as a servant and hard worker when needed. Um, They have been people that have helped camp in so many ways and you know so much of this history I can track back to this kind of time of rebirth in this mysterious moment that honestly well you'll find out uh, there's still a lot of mystery about what exactly was this event why were they there and, and what was so impactful that caused them to continue in this support so I began maybe in not the smartest place I mean yeah, I, I just thought, well, who is someone that's super easy to contact and just talk to about this? And I look at the picture, and in the front left corner from, from the vantage point, if you're looking at the picture, I see you know, a young kid, and he's wearing a group leader lanyard, and uh, he's, he's sitting there holding, you know, petting the dog, and it's Clint Spencer, and many of y'all may know him, but I saw Clint on Sunday at, at a board meeting, and so... I thought, man, that's pretty easy. I'll just give him a holler and see what he remembers, even though he's just a child. You know, maybe he knows, uh, you know, what was going on, and maybe he has some memories of that day. So I just wanted to get his perspective, so I gave Clint a call. He actually was at the airport when when I hollered at him, and we were able to talk. So if you hear, you know, strange noise in the background, it's DFW Airport. But, yeah, I wanted to reach out and see what Clint remembered, so this is what he had to say. Do you have any memories from this day? Like, do you remember this day at all? <laughs> uh, I, I do remember it, but I think it's only because I've seen that picture before. Like, I remember being out there. I don't even remember why. Uh, and most of my memories have to do with just the fact that I've seen that picture. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you don't you don't remember like running around playing anywhere on that day or like what you did uh just kind of run no it's it's hard to say that day versus a lot of other days because i do remember as a kid being out there a lot um i remember being out there with luke and his you know sisters um but i can't differentiate in my mind a difference between that day and some other times that we would have been out there yeah yeah, I mean, I can tell this picture's on the girl's side because you can see a cabin over there on the right, and uh, it looks like maybe even about where the Pee Wee playground sits. Might be. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, Ty, that was just like looking at the picture, like it's to lookers right. Like whoever's taking the photo, the mess hall is just to the right of that there. So like just to the left, we would be going into the rec hall. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. Um, I do notice that you're wearing a lanyard in this picture, and did you make that? I did. That's my very first attempt at a lanyard that I made 
Uh, it was third session of 1988. Uh, that was the first time I went out there. And I had seen lanyards growing up because uh, dad and John Richard had them at my grandparents' house. So I knew what it was, and I knew pretty quick I wanted to try to make one. And the guy that was the group leader, uh, he was the Hochi group leader, I think, whenever I was a chook, was Brian Barnett. And uh, I think I asked people in crafts how to make those, and they all just referred me to him. <laughs> and so uh, that, was my, that was my very first attempt and under his guidance uh, of making the lanyard. I hate those two colors, so I don't know why those two colors were chosen. Yeah. Uh, my suspicion is, is that that was the only two colors that we had in crafts. Yeah, that would go with the times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you just had to take whatever they had at the time. And, I'm, uh, I, you know, it's probably something like that. But I still have that one. It's craftsmanship is not... It's, it's not high quality, but it was a valiant first attempt by a 10 year old. So, yeah, yeah, you got to start somewhere. And, and Brian I'm Barnett sorry. is the fella about two people over from you with a mustache in this picture, that's, right? Yeah, that's right. That's how I remember him. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And his sons are on staff right now. They're actually both going to be group leaders this summer. And currently, they both have mustaches. So, uh, <laughs> quite interesting. Well, I guess I would leave you with just the, the question of, even though you're a child in this picture, I mean, you obviously went on to be a camper for a long time and then a staff member and now a board member. And you've also been a supporter of camp uh, on a monthly basis for a very long time. I mean, what is it, what is it about camp that uh, is so valuable and worthwhile that you would want to support it and see it thrive? Uh, you know, it, it's it's a place that's always been a part of my life. It's been a significant part of my life. Uh, most significant relationships that I have today in some way tie back there. Uh, it was significant in my uh, development and, and, you know, giving me something to anchor, you know, my faith in. And, uh, you know, for all of those reasons, I would say, you know, not only do I want that for my own children and people that I'm close to, but I want other folks to have a chance to connect in the same way that I did. And uh, so that's why I support it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, you haven't helped very much in like furthering the mystery being solved, but it, it is a good look back on the 80s. So uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Well, you win some, you lose some. Swing and a miss. I didn't think Clint at 11 years old would really have that many memories, but I really liked that he shared uh, about this lanyard he's wearing and that, you know, he had made that and that Brian Barnett, who happens to be in this picture just over his, I guess it's his left shoulder, uh, the guy with the mustache. Um, well, there's actually, there's a lot of mustaches in this picture. It must've been a big deal in the eighties. But anyway, Brian is one of those guys. He's kind of squatted down. And he was a group leader that year, apparently, and helped Clint learn how to make the lanyard, which is really cool since he ended up teaching a lot of people himself, Clint did, how to, uh, how to become a lanyard smith. So, you know, uh, Brian Barnett's sons are both on staff this year, and they're both going to be group leaders. Uh, Grayson is going to be the Chute group leader, and Mark is going to be the Hochi group leader. And it just felt like a, a natural next call. So 
I texted Brian to see if we could talk and we're able to get that together. And so here's what Brian had to say about the day. Here's his memories and what he thinks was going on at that time. All right. So just, I guess, to give you the context, I really don't know the history of this picture. I know roughly when it is, and I have now discovered a little more as I've been talking to people, but what stood yeah. out to me is that in this picture, are literally like seven or eight, nine families that have been giving monthly pretty much from around this time period till now. And that is just yeah. unreal. Um, so something significant took place, you know, in this photo or on this day. So I just wanted to right. contact some of you guys in this photo. And I honestly, you know, I didn't know, uh, until this this year, this go around of seeing this picture that, that you were in this, I zoomed in and I took a screenshot and texted it to Mark and said, hey, is this your dad? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I guess maybe it was the mustache, you know, that, that pulled me in since both of your boys are sporting mustaches right now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> maybe you're their inspiration on that, you know? Well, it, it, it could well be, it could well be, <laughs> especially Grayson. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause that is, it probably is that like, look, you guys, you know, I can see some resemblance there. Well, uh, so tell me like, what do you know about this picture? Do you remember it? I mean, like, yeah. What's up with this? Well, uh, I don't remember it specifically. Yeah. Uh, my best guess, and I could be completely off, <laughs> is it would have been on either a Saturday right after out camping because we all have gotten cleaned up, or Sunday after church uh -huh. on a middle Sunday. Yeah. Because in that picture are some of the staff from 1989. Right. But definitely not all of us. And you were on staff in 1989? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And uh, is that the same year that Jay was director? Yes, I believe, I believe it was. And he's up at the top kind of center of the picture with Gay. Right. Yeah. Right. And I remember Steve and his family coming out to, to meet everyone later in that summer. Uh-huh. Because they had just gotten back from Africa, and they they knew he was going to be director next year. Right, right. So I'm thinking maybe fifth session uh -huh. okay. uh, time frame. Yeah. And how did you wind up at camp? You were not at camp during camper, were you? No, I wasn't. Uh, I was recruited at the last minute in 1986. Uh-huh. And uh, camp needed a lifeguard, and they still didn't have one. And one of the staff members there knew that I might could help out with that. <laughs> I, I was not certified as a lifeguard, uh -huh. but I was I was hired at the last minute there in in '86, and I showed up to camp. I believe it was Saturday night before first session started on Sunday. It was late, it was raining, and when I got there, lights were on everywhere, including the mess hall, 
but there was nobody around. <laughs> so <laughs> my thought at first was, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. But, uh, you know, eventually I found somebody and uh, connected in. And so, you know, it's, it's history from there on, you know. Yeah. You don't know where they were? Were they like at a cookout or something? No, or? I, I don't. I don't. I mean, it was like maybe 10 o'clock at night. They may have been out of the cookout site, but it, but it was raining also. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> and you were on staff from 86 till, till when? 86, 88, and 89. Okay. Three years. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, right. Three years. That is cool. And so, so you were there on this day, whenever it was, uh, do you remember, yes. <laughs> do you remember, uh, like, was there a, a group gathering where anything was said or is all that so fuzzy? It just kind of has faded away. That, that I can't, I can't remember anything special. I do know that, you know, back then people would come out to camp to visit from uh -huh. time to time. Uh, very often on Wednesday, Wednesday evening, um, on Sundays, you know, we had middle Sunday, of course it, it wasn't near as big right. as it is nowadays. Right. Uh, I think we had, we just didn't have as many parents that came out. Right. You know, so I remember there were, a, there were a lot of kids that, you know, their parents just didn't come. Yeah. You know, so for, for those kids whose parents weren't there, you know, for us on staff, it's kind of like, okay, well, we'll, We'll just kind of we'll kind of gather y'all up and and you know make make y'all's day a little bit special because you know a lot of their friends were getting to go into town. Right, right, yeah, because that was a you lot know, good. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So you know, you're obviously, I'm assuming, around a college age person in this picture, and yes, you're you're there, uh, you know, among some people that are older. They're holding their children, um, you know, and uh, people that have stuck with camp since this time or even further back. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're yeah. one of these people too, that you, you and your wife have been supporting camp for a very long time. And I, I just kind of wanted to ask why, what is it that, what is it that's so valuable or impactful or what's your reason for like sticking with this for 20 years? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, the impact that camp has had on on my on my two sons, Mark and Grayson, uh, every year they have grown in their in their relationship with God in in an incredible way. You know that that is that is how I see camp. Uh -huh. It's an opportunity for kids. So yeah, they're going to have fun and do a lot of cool stuff. But the big thing is their opportunity to build their own personal relationship with God and not having a bunch of stuffy grown-ups <laughs> leading the way. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you're you're lucky cuz you you still get to work out there as director, but yeah. You know, as as a grown up now, you don't have the same impact that those college age kids can have right. on the on those younger kids. And yeah. it's just it's just phenomenal. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, uh, so we we fully believe and support the mission of Camp Deer Run. Yeah, that is so great. And um, yeah, for everybody you know listening to this, Grayson and Mark Barnett are are Brian's sons, and they're going to be uh, the Ho Chi and Troop group leader this summer. And I think you were a group yes. leader, now, weren't you? I was. I was group leader in in nineteen eighty nine. Okay. So that photo that that you were talking about, yeah. uh, I was I was one of the one of the group leaders that summer, and um, the other group leader that summer is also in that photo. Okay. His name is Dave Rogers. Okay. And he's kind of right there in the middle, next to Scarecrow. Uh huh. He's wearing the white Camp okay. Air Run logo T-shirt. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I was talking to Clint Spencer, who is. He's in this photo. He's down there holding the dog, even though he's a cat lover. Uh, I asked him about uh -huh. that. He didn't remember why. But he did mention that in this picture, he's wearing a, like a group leader lanyard. And it's the first one he ever made. Mm -hmm. And he said, you are the one that – you're the lanyard smith that passed that skill on to him. Uh, he said, okay, well, let me – okay, I'm on my phone. Let me pull that picture up so I can yeah. look at it real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's in the – bottom left okay so bottom left holding the dog yeah he's in and yes he is wearing a lanyard i hadn't noticed that me neither until he said something about it <laughs> yeah and i'm not wearing mine and dave's not wearing his yeah yeah in this picture right so you know it. I, I don't know. It's weird that we weren't wearing them because we would have had them if there were kids around. Right, right. <clears throat> well, but yeah, he's wearing a lanyard for sure. Yeah, and he said the craftspeople, like he just kept bugging them that, that year. He actually had made it maybe a different year. I don't know when he said he made it. But anyway, he said he kept, you know, I want to do one and they didn't know how to start it, but you did. So they, they called you in and What's yeah. cool is uh, Clint had been when he was on staff was definitely one to perpetuate lanyard making and pass that skill on himself. Yeah. So I like I like the history of lanyard smiths as well. That sounds like another uh, yeah. episode for the future, uh, the history of the, the lanyard at Camp Deer Run. But just wanted to point that. Yeah. Out. and that's that's pretty cool. It is. It really is. Well, I really appreciate you kind of walking down memory lane and adding your perspective to this, you know, powerful and mysterious photo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a really good talk with Brian. I, I really feel like we're doing some detective work now. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of our conversation, uh, you know, I can tell that he wasn't saying he 100% knew, but he felt like, you know, from his thoughts of looking at the picture that possibly this was like a middle Sunday towards the end of the summer. Um, and that, you know, all these people were out there and he noticed Steve Meeks in the front right corner of the picture with a sun sitting in his lap and that, you know, Steve had come in from Africa there at the end of the summer, uh, you know, and so maybe this is the day he came out and, and met everybody. I, I don't know. Uh, but at the end, you know, Brian noticed that he's not wearing a group leader's lanyard, neither is the other guy that was a group leader that summer. And he thought that was kind of strange that they, you know, if it was in the middle of a session, they would definitely be wearing the, the whistle. And uh, so I, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe 
maybe that first impression of what this might be, uh, maybe it's not during the summer. So tell you what, you know, the other people I immediately noticed in this picture is Keith and Deneen Christian. And maybe a reason for that is they, they just have come out to camp recently and uh, had a weekend out at the camp house and, and got to enjoy camp in that way. So that, they'll be somebody easy for me to, to holler at as well. So they're my next call, and, and here's what they remember about that day and, and about this picture. We worked on staff with many of these people. It looks to me like it was a former staff reunion. Okay. And because I think every person on here had been on staff. What years were you guys on staff, do you recall, or roughly? I was in 80 and then 84 and then one session in 85. Okay. Yeah, after we were married, we were on staff one session together in 85. Uh -huh. And when mm -hmm. were you on staff, Denise? Our last year's campers was 78, right? Yes. So I worked six session that same summer in 78 after we'd been campers fourth session. I uh -huh. came back and counseled the youngest girls. And then in 79, I worked several sessions. Uh -huh. And then in 80, I worked several sessions and in 81. Okay. That's awesome. And had y'all both been campers before that, I guess? Oh yes. Yes, that's yeah. We we met in '77 as campers. Um, Deneen camped longer than I did. I started camping in '74. Okay. And then, but Deneen had started camping before then. I started camping in '71. Sandy Rushing and I were in a cabin together when we were nine and ten years old. Oh, that's, is that is that Sandy Schwab? Is that the same person? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. Her. I only know her as Sandy Schwab. Well, that mm -hmm. is awesome. And my parents were out there in 74. That's the summer they met. So I, I didn't know there was some overlap. And so and so you guys, you obviously had Chrisanne at this point. Do you remember how this event came to be? Like, how did you know to come to Camp Duran on this day or anything like that? I'm well, just like I said, from who is in it, I'm, I would say that it is a it's a staff reunion. Uh huh. Okay. Because when I was a camper, okay, Ward English is over there by the tree. Uh-huh. He was on staff. Carol Kennedy Edwards was on staff. Her sister Jan Kennedy Nichols. They're both in that first row of adults right behind the little children. Yeah. Yeah. They were both on staff. Donna Ham was on staff. And those all of them were from Sulphur Springs. Okay. And they were on staff. Um when I was a chook. Okay. Yeah. yeah so we, it's funny because we don't really have a whole lot of memory of even the event. I mean, I can remember lining up for the picture. Yeah. But I think we were so focused on chasing a one-year-old around that I think <laughs> that's about all I remember. <laughs> yeah. Right. I and most of us had little kids. Yeah. 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 And I can see an old cabin now that I look at it out there in the background. Yeah. So, so I think this is on the it's on the girl's side, just right up above the red call. Uh, so probably, possibly where the Pee Wee playground is now. Yeah, very close yes, to that. Yes, right in there. That's funny. Oh, man. Well, and so, yeah, you guys are chasing a one-year-old around that day. Do you, like, so you don't remember what was talked about or if there was anything monumental about this moment? No, I, I, I don't, because, you know, 
it, it's interesting because we, the last time we worked at camp was in 85. 84. Um, yeah, well, yeah, 84, that's right. And after that, we were in McKinney, so we were farther away. Uh -huh. The church here wasn't actively sending kids to camp. And so until Chris Ann really got to be old enough to camp, we weren't very involved with what was going on at camp. We didn't really know about the hard times camp was having. Right. Because that, that 10 years of our life, we were separated from it. Right, mm -hmm. right. And that's what's so interesting about this picture is that, and why, you know, coupling this with this Raptors Project launch, it was like, this picture has significance because, I mean, you guys and literally like eight other families in this photo became supporters of Deer Run and for 20 or 30 years have, have done that. And uh, even some of the children that are in the pictures, you know. Yes, became staff members and supporters. Yeah. What, what was the timing on Steve Meeks coming back from Africa? Yeah, so I've got a, a call set up with Steve for tomorrow. I'm going to find out. But yeah. uh, from what I gathered, this is maybe post summer of 89. So he, mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. he had been, he had come in to, to take the lead, but hadn't really been there that long. Um, that's kind of what I gather, but I don't know. I'm going to find out. Uh, yeah. Because uh -huh. I, my thought was, well, this must be, uh, you know, Steve or somebody must've gotten this group together to say, these are hard times and we need y'all to whatever, you know, help out because it's so, cool to me that there's so many people that you know have stood by camp from this moment forward uh, mm -hmm. that are pictured here and mm -hmm. even though they look kind of funny because it's the 80s uh, <laughs> you know, like I recognize them still and you guys being some of those people uh, that you know have just have seen and I think what's cool too is like this is obviously before your children, you know, were old enough to come and enjoy camp. So mm -hmm. what, what was it, or what is it, because you still support camp, what, what is it that has caused such uh, care and concern for this mission that, I mean, you were standing by it before your kids were, were born, or before they were old enough to be campers, and then, you, you know, still. So I don't know, what, what do you think it is? I, I, for me, it's a couple of things. I mean, I think one, there's a, there's a sentimentality to, since we met there, yeah. that that's a, that's a big deal. But I think for me, more on a personal level, it's about that camp provided a place for me to be um, a leader, that it allowed me to be the kind of leader that I have continued to be. And, and I'm, I'm more of a lead by example person and camp was the ideal place for somebody like me to, to grow that and to learn how to do that. And there were people around like Jay Spencer and Steve Meeks and, and those guys that I learned that from. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's the connections. You know, camp was, was really good for us in the 70s. All of these people were at camp in the 70s and you know, we still have connections with people we were campers with, and we still have connections with people that 
that were our counselors and group leaders. And, you know, Gay Hobbs was my counselor before she was Gay Spencer. Really? And, uh, and Jay was our group leader at uh -huh. that time. And before that, John Richard, his brother, was my group leader. Right. And, um, you know, and as I mentioned, Sandy Rushing and I were in a cabin together as Chukawakas. And she's Sandy Schwab now. So she met her husband at camp also. Yeah. Oh, we're on staff. So there's just, there's a strong tie there that we just had a, a spiritual influence on each other. And we just felt close to each other and, and close to God when we were out there. So we just kept going back to visit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is, that is wonderful. Yeah. It, I think that's been the mystery of the picture is, I think, you know, others would share in something generally, you know, the same of the sentimentality and, and the spiritual impact, but it is ironic that nobody so far has really been able to pinpoint what this is. So I am, I'm going to get to the bottom of it, uh, but <laughs> along, along the way, I wanted to connect with all y'all that are here in this picture, and I'm assuming y'all are on risers or something, because Keith, you look like you're like <laughs> nine feet tall in this picture. Yeah. Were y'all on some sort of bleachers, I guess? Yes, there was a, a very small set of risers. And I think from me over to whoever that is at the far left side. Yeah, next uh, to Christy. Yeah, there were, you know, there were six of us across there that were standing on that. And it probably was only, it probably was only three or four seats high. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Those little wooden risers that then we used as to sit on to watch the ball, the ball games. games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, man, I really appreciate y'all's time. Uh, I would, I guess, one more question is just, you know, Chris Ann did grow up and then Kurt came along and uh, they became campers and staff members. And so I guess from that angle, when you look at this picture and recognize all the history and all the happenings that have taken place for your family, I mean, how has that enriched your, you know, desire to see this place thrive? We want it to still be there for our grandson, Judah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it, yeah. it's, it's he's one. He's one. He's okay. about the same age Chris Ann was in that, as Chris yeah. Ann was in this picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, that is so great. Well, thank y'all and appreciate getting to see you. Well, there you go. I mean, we've made some progress, at least a little bit. We've got some speculation of, you know, when this is, we at least recognize it's on the girls' side of camp. And we know that, you know, Steve Meeks and his wife had come back from Africa at this point. It's still a little fuzzy. You know, it doesn't seem like, I don't know that I think it is happening during the summer. And I think even Brian was realizing that, you know, as I think back on what he said about, you know, if it was on a middle Sunday and he was a group leader, he'd still be wearing his whistle. So, Perhaps this is sometime after the summer in 89 when this took place. Uh, clearly, this is a, a very important group of alumni who, you know, came and, and rallied around Steve and Donna and these efforts to keep camp going during this difficult time. And just hearing, hearing their words, even Clint talking, who was just a child at that time, I mean, it's clear camp has played an important role in their development and in their walk with God and even for their children now it's it's a special place so man that's all really great uh I feel like you know Deneen she mentioned that Gay Spencer was her counselor and I didn't know that 
I think that's really cool. Um, and I think the natural next calls to make would be hollering at Jay and Gay Spencer. And I can get a hold of Steve and Donna Meeks and just find out from them, from their memory and their perspective, you know, what what was this all about? When did it take place? And just, yeah, we'll just reach out to them next. So come back on Friday and we'll have the last episode trying to figure out the important and special significance of this picture and its history, especially as it pertains to the Rafters Project. Hey, and if you're thinking about that, if that's something you're still considering, really want to encourage you, just like these folks in this picture did, to come and be a part of the group that cares, that prays for, that supports with money, with time and energy, this very important mission of Camp Deer Run. Hey, we'll see you guys on Friday.